Hello, everybody, and welcome to the More or Less Podcast. I'm your host, Gage Morrow, and uh, calling in first is uh, Destiny from Chicago. Destiny, how are you? I'm pretty good, Gage. Um, the world's ending, but at least the dolphins are returning to Venice. Uh, thanks, Destiny. Calling in from Chicago. Oh, boy. Just kidding. Oh, gosh. It is July. Pride Month is over. Please, all corporate structures, stop putting pride flags over your logos. You have permission to stop pretending like you cared at all about the plight of the LGBTQ community. Because I don't think Citibank really gives two fucks. Just saying. Oh, sorry. Excuse this drip. This shirt's a little too much to handle. This is not a test of your television. This is not a screen test. <laughs> this looks like... I, I'd never seen it on camera before, but this kind of looks like like a color test for a, a screen. Like the boop. You know? My chair is really squeaky. I'll try to avoid squeaking it too much, but I it can't be helped. I'm a fidgety individual. Uh, it is July. Uh, Pride Month is over, unfortunately. No one can be prideful anymore. Everyone must remain shameful and uh, hidden. Everyone go back to the closet. Uh, do not share your stories. Stop it. All right? You have one month, and that's it. No, I just... It does suck, though, because, you know, Pride is like, what do you think of when you think Pride? You think Parade. Not this year, though. Coronavirus done stopped everyone from being prideful. That is very unfortunate. It's quite unfortunate, actually. Although, I don't know if they did have a Parade. Honestly, I don't pay attention. More or less. It's, I don't pay attention. I... St- Days have streamed into days, have streamed into weeks and months and years. I don't even know. I'm losing track of time is what I'm trying to say. It seems like this whole coronavirus thing just started a couple weeks ago, but it is already July. It is, let's see, end of March, end of April, end of April, end of May, end of June. It's been three months since like total lockdown. And, uh, it feels like it. It feels like it. My hair is a mess. Not that I was planning on cutting it anyways, but now that I can go get a fresh lineup, I still won't. You know, things are opening in Connecticut. Things are opening all over the country. And, uh, you know, surprisingly, surprisingly, people are actually going out to go enjoy those things. And then swiftly being told they shouldn't be enjoying anything but you know what it's like i don't know people want to be out man the people want to do shit with their lives so don't be surprised that everyone goes out partying they're not bad people they're not terrible individuals they're not uh they're not evil they just they're desperate for uh normalcy so you can't blame people for just going out and enjoying the new normal that they want but uh, shit anyways on a lighter note on a lighter note 
an alighting note. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> All right, let's try to get this back on track. I was thinking about the beach recently. I was thinking about going back to the beach and how much as a kid I liked going to the beach and the boardwalk and all the cool shops and shit like that. And I was thinking of, I don't know if you remember this, strangers out there, but there was this thing, there was this like little fuzzy worm that looked like a pipe cleaner with little googly eyes attached to it. And there would always be like a display case for these little worms and it looked like they were magical, right? And they had a them in boardwalk shops and like malls and shit like kb toys and you'd always see these the people in the video on the little display and it would go through their fingers you know it would like i'll put a picture up so you know picture up so you know exactly what i'm talking about but you know what i'm talking about and as a kid i was always wanted one of these i'm like oh i want a magical worm it goes between your fingers and i finally got one when i was at a boardwalk one time i used my allowance to get these worms that cost like $10, $15, and I open up the packaging, to my dismay, to find out that the whole thing about these magical worms, I thought they were really, uh, god damn it, I just got got, Julia, if you're watching, I finally saw the last note, fuck, damn, you got me, good surprise, good surprise. If you know, you know. No one's going to find out unless you're Julius. And then you'll know. Oh, shit. Well, it's on social media. I'm sure she knows. I'll bleep her name out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No one knows who I am. So, that's good. That's a good hiding spot. God damn. You're being great at hiding eggs in Easter. Uh, anyways, back to the original point, which is that I got got. Because for $15, what you get is basically what I described, like a limp pipe cleaner with googly eyes, and now as, as a kid, I don't, I'm not perceiving that these aren't actual magic worms, I just think like, oh, I'm sure it's like a ball or something, I don't know what it is, it's a fish line attached to the head of these worms, and then the fish line you keep, they have like a little, uh, you know, fucking, I don't even know what it was, it was like a little piece of cardboard, and you keep that attached. Oh, my hair looks ridiculous. You keep the pipe cleaner attached to your belt loop, and you have this this pipe cleaner attached to your belt loop by like a piece of cardboard or something. And the, the fish line, you keep tension on it, and the worm goes between your finger by you like pulling away from your belt loop. I got got. I lost my allowance. I I I went. I I chose not to play any arcade games that time, and I spent all that money that I would have spent having fun at the arcade, which is also a scam. Really, it's just kind of preparing kids to become gambling addicts. More on that later. <laughs> but I got got by this worm thing. I felt so stupid. I felt so stupid. I didn't even play with it. I played with it for maybe two seconds because it looks stupid if you don't know how to use it. You, you keep dropping it and then you're just like a really sad kid with 15 less dollars and just a worm hanging by a string around your fucking knee. So it's a cool party trick, I guess, but that's about damn it. And uh, 
I guarantee you today, if I were to go down, well, if the world hasn't ended and all social interaction wasn't shut down, if I went to a boardwalk today, if it was a normal day, and I went to one of those shops, those gift shops where they sell cheap boogie boards and stuff, I would see that display for that worm thing. Whoever invented that is a genius. When you invent toys that make kids think that magic is real on the commercial because they don't understand video editing, and then you sell them the product for 15 bucks, you got yourself a fortune, a small fortune off of childhood disappointment, you fucks. You're worse than goddamn Bernie Madoff. Sons of bitches. Fushigi is the same thing. You ever seen a Fushigi? It's just like the worm because it's just a ball of disappointment. It's it's a it's a metal ball, a metal smooth metal ball about the size of like not quite a baseball, but not quite like a golf ball, somewhere in between there. It's a metal ball, and then it's encased in acrylic. So totally, it's about the size of a baseball. The Fushigi. I asked for this for Christmas, and my grandma got it for me. I got it for Christmas. It had a cool little stand. It was a little circular stand. All right, and I got the Fushigi, and I was like, okay. In the commercials, you see, and they're moving it like their hands like this, and they have it, and it's like floating on their bodies. And I was like, oh, fucking cool. I don't know what this is. It's magic. I'm sure this is soon thereafter me getting this stupid fucking worm that doesn't actually do anything. But I get the Fushigi, still fooled, still ready to be tricked. Oh shit, I hit the microphone. And same shit. It's 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 um it's contact juggling, which you know, as a kid you're like contact that's not a thing. It's um seen briefly in the movie Labyrinth with David Bowie where he's doing the trick with the glass ball which actually fun fact they shot that with david bowie standing there and they put a contact juggler um uh, stunt man i suppose or just a contact juggler put his arms underneath david bowie's armpits and like they wore the same sleeves that his robe was to do the contact juggling the contact juggler had to be blind doing it you know so he was kind of head back like this so he dropped it a bunch of times but fun facts about movies Anyways, I got this Fushigi, and I thought it was magic, but it turns out you have to have an actual skill. So, fuck me, right? I'm a little kid. Of course, I never used it. It just kind of sat on my shelf. Because the point of contact juggling, right, is this ball. And you think, like, oh, why are you moving it around in your hand? is not that cool. But what's cool about it is that contact juggling, you use a ball that is appears seamless. You know, there's it's smooth all the way around. So when you move it between your hands, you don't see the actual rotation of the ball. So it appears like it's floating on your hands and shit. I don't know. Yeah, I know it sounds stupid, but it is stupid. So I got got as a kid. I got got. I don't know when the last time I got got, though, was. When's the last time you got got? When you got excited about something, you thought it was going to be awesome, and then it turned out to be real dog shit. I don't know. I can't really think of anything now. Maybe like Skull Candy headphones. <laughs> I hate Skull Candy headphones. All the Skull Candy headphones I've ever gotten always broke within like three weeks of getting them. I remember getting Skull Candy headphones from Newberry Comics in the Faneuil Hall, uh, or suppose Quincy Market, uh, Newberry Comics, Quincy, in the Quincy Market, Newberry, 
Okay, let me start over. I got Skull Candy headphones in a Newbury Comics located in Quincy Market in downtown Boston when I was like, I must have been 12 or something. And they had an extra subwoofer, right? An extra subwoofer that you could use. Um, and it actually required a AA battery so that you could boost the subwoofer. Like you could separately power the subwoofer. And I listened to probably like Linkin Park or something. Just try to find the bassiest shit. And of course they broke after like a month of use. I suppose it was of a child's use, so they not really care. But it's not quality products. You see them at the fucking Five Below or Dollar Store or whatever. Is Five Below like a national thing? I'm on the I'm on the East Coast. I'm in New England, so I don't know if it's a big thing, but uh, whatever. Five Below is pretty tight. I had a point about something else. Have I ever got got? Some more on that later. I forgot. I forgot. Whatever. It's a cute note, though. I found it. <laughs> I can't wait to tell her. I'll tell her right now. I found your last note. Well, how is everyone doing? Because I'm about done ready with this whole Coronas, Bonus, Baronioni, Pepperoni virus. It sucks. It really sucks. But we are almost out of the thick of it. The moment we get a vaccine, just right in this arm. I can't wait to get a coronavirus fucking vaccine. It's going to be lit. I've never been so excited to get a vaccine in my whole life. As long with a, probably a bunch of other people too. A lot of young, healthy people that I'm sure can weather this storm. Who are otherwise stuck inside or stuck doing school online. Is there anything worse than doing online classes? I don't know. I mean, yeah, dying. Or having family members die. So, you know, maybe not the worst thing in the world, but still online classes for someone who is enjoying the college experience, being away from family and having a place of their own, being able to live freely. And then all of a sudden gets to, I guess that's a kind of first world problems. I I never heard that term in a long time either. Yeah, I'm yawning. Fuck you. I can yawn if I want to. This is my closet. No one's listening to this podcast anyways. I haven't heard that term first world problems though in a while. But it is kind of true because our country is on the brink of like a civil war <laughs> because of ourselves being politicized and divided so much. We're dealing with the pandemic, economic distress government overreach, abuse of power, conflicts in higher government. And, uh, you know, there are people who live in countries, that's just our year, 2020. But there are people who live in countries where that's, you know, decades of history of their country. Civil war, disease, financial despair, 
it's just happening all the time or you know relatively all the time so it could be worse it could be a lot worse but everything's relative you know if you never experience pain and then you stub your toe it feels like your life is ending and you know if you are in pain all the time and you get a headache maybe not so bad so where am i going with this where i'm going with this is financial despair i was thinking i was watching uh deal or no deal the other day and or no someone else was watching it but i saw them watching it it doesn't really matter for the story why did i correct myself because that's the person i am i'm so annoying i'll even correct myself even to make a point well someone was watching deal or no deal and i remember i haven't seen deal or no deal in so long i used to watch so much game shows when i was a kid and no longer i was watching gsn like all the time even the old shit like password secret password and all that stuff they just reboot the same anyways i was watching someone was watching deal or no deal here we go third yard baby Woo! oh i peaked the mic i'm so sorry oh here it goes tearing up i was watching the uh dealer no- someone was watching dealer no deal and uh i forgot there was a banker in it i forgot that it's like let's talk with a banker let's see what the deal is um and he was just like a black silhouette of a man and i just thought that would be really funny that like <laughs> like conspiracy theorists uh if there was a conspiracy theory that the banker from deal or no deal was the one was like the head of the dragon like the leader of bankers and all financial institutions that led america to the 2008 housing market crash (laughs) like uh that's why he has to hide his identity because he's you know like in the silhouette of deal or no deal um yeah that's basically where my brain's at right now this quarantine's got me done fudged up all i've been doing during quarantine is is working which i blessed blessed that i'm employed that's fantastic i've been working i've been seeing my girlfriend and i've been making fires in my backyard in a fire pit not like arson shit not like burning down the woods but just watching fire it is uh deceivingly amusing just watch things burn i don't know we i am really off track we are 20 minutes into this thing fourth time you're welcome oh man my eyes look so blue in this camera oh my gosh i just watched that movie 21 again it's probably one of my favorite movies as a kid 21 is a a movie about a uh you know like a mathematical i wouldn't say genius not like goodwill hunting level another math genius movie set in boston Hmm, curious 
Curious. 21 is about a MIT, based on real events, it's about a team of college students led by a professor who are particularly good at math and use those skills in Las Vegas to count cards on the weekends to make tens of thousands of dollars. And uh, the main character is a particularly gifted guy. And there's some run-ins and some shady shit. And I just forgot how good the movie was. But I noticed something this time watching it. And I noticed they do this a lot in Boston movies for some fucking reason. So it's a group of MIT students in Cambridge. That's where MIT is. Fun fact. But a lot of the interior shots, they'll show the exterior, exterior, they'll show the exterior shots as MIT, you'll see that like very classic dome. But when they show the interiors, it's actually at BU. And I don't know if you know that, because I know that, because I've been on the interiors of both MIT and BU. Did I go to MIT? No. Do they have really good water fountains? Yes. Why do the water fountains matter? None of your fucking business. But they have good, they have great water fountains, amazing bathrooms, very spacious, all right, very classic. But I've also attended BU. So I know an interior of BU when I see one. The elevators with the gold dot, you can't get anything past me. Not only do they use interiors from BU, but they also use the outside of a dorm from BU. Now, it is curious why they would not just use MIT's dorms. Very weird. But they also did that in Patriot's Day. In Patriot's Day, when they show Dartmouth, and they show the Dartmouth dorms, because that's where that uh, one of the Boston bombers went to school, right? They say Dartmouth, but what they show is Simmons College. And I know that because at the time I was going to Wheelock, and Wheelock was next to Simmons, and Simmons has a very iconic, well, as iconic as Simmons is, but anyone who goes to Simmons, um, all both of the people who've ever went to Simmons that are listening to this podcast, they have this like iconic spire in the middle of their school, and that's what they showed in Patriot's Day when they showed shots of Dartmouth, and uh, none of this information is useful, but it's interesting to me. Because someone who loves Boston that much, you notice these things. Very particular. So, just keep that in mind. When you're watching a movie and you know where it's shot, uh, you know, you feel proud of yourself that you know your city so well. You know your location so well. I not None of this matters. Only I care. Because uh, I have nothing else to care about right now. Everything is so dead in the water including, and let's have a moment of silence for this, the Big E has been canceled, everyone. So sad. The Big E, for those who do not know, is short for the Eastern State Exposition, uh, the New England State's agricultural, started off as an agricultural fair, and uh, now it's canceled. It's just a big... This is a thing of like a big state fair, but just kind of more civilized, like state fair, but contained to like a nice little historic uh, convention, outdoor convention area. And it's canceled and it's a bummer. 
you know it's a hot girl bummer uh, yeah so i don't know but the movie theaters are opening back up yay soon yay and i'm gonna see that new christopher nolan movie tenet in july yes I am kind of losing it. I don't even know what I talked about the Fushigi. Look, guys, I appreciate If you're still listening, I really, truly appreciate that you still want to hear what I have to say, which is that American ratings for movies are so backwards. I said it. I'll say it again. The MS... A M M P A A. I think it's the M P A. The Motion Pictures. So, anyways, the people who rate movies in the United States have it so so backwards, right? Take for instance the movie Three Hundred. It's rated R because there's there's plenty of violence and there's nudity. But even down to like the parental level, my dad used to let me watch horror movies all the time, like uh, Walking Dead. No shit, I just fucked that up. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. My dad watched Dawn of the Dead with me, and I walked out because I was scared by the little zombie girl in the very beginning. But things like that. We watched scary movies together. And we were watching 300. And I remember there was the scene with the Oracle, which is this like ghostly figure, and she's got her boobies out under like a sheer robe. And my dad covered my eyes. I must have been like nine at the time. My dad covered my eyes. Fifty on. Woo! Like Ric Flair, but with yawning. The most boring Ric Flair ever. When I was, when I was a young kid, we were watching Three Hundred, and he covered my eyes when there was boobies on the screen. So. Like when the hunchback guy went into the uh, Xerxes palace and there was all those naked women. He covered my eyes then. When uh, uh, fucking not Spartacus. What's his name? Leonidas sleeps with his wife before he goes off to war. Covers my eyes then. And then when the oracle on the mount, you know, when she's giving her destiny speech or whatever. Cover my eyes then. What the fuck, Dad? Those are the only times I can remember him covering my eyes during that movie. And the rest of the movie is filled with very, very slow motion blood and gore and decapitation and death and violence and being impaled by arrows and spears and just all sorts of horrific violence. No eye covering for the violence. None. I can't see boobies, which are natural, beautiful, a source of life, a source of joy. I can't think of a third thing. I guess that is a third thing, but I. Sixth yawn. I'm not even that tired. I'm not even that tired. My point is. That is the problem with our rating system. Sexual content is way over here, cannot be uh, uh, seen by the younger audience, whereas violence 
Certainly, you can pass that through in a PG-13 movie, uh, you know, superhero movies. People get blown up all the fucking time. People get killed. Cities get destroyed. Acts of true terror and peril. And then you see a nipple and God forbid you see a nipple. Now it has to be restricted to only the adult mature audience that can handle that kind of exposure. How dare they see a little bit of dark skin on a boob. It's fucking stupid. I just want to see some titties, bro. But as a kid, you're just like, oh, violence is fine. If people get shot, that's... I can see people getting shot. Um, but always what it is. Whereas when I was in Germany, things were rated completely different. You know, video games were rated very differently in Germany. And movies and things like that. You know, violence was reserved for more adult audiences. And sexual content was a lot more freely, you know delivered not saying we should just be showing porn on tv but you know if you have sexual content and that's what pushes it over into an r rating i think that's kind of backwards if you have other movies that are showing some real horrific war and shit and the kids are just watching that like you know like it's just normal it's not normal you know we shouldn't encourage violence we should encourage love sex the good stuff but you know what this is America, as Donald Glover has once uh, said. Or actually, he said it a lot of times in that song. It's actually titled This is America, so whatever. But my point is, boobs, not bombs. IUDs, not IEDs. And sex, not... I can't think of a single syllable word with, that starts with S. That kind of sounds like sex. That is violent. I'll get back to that in a second. <sighs> sex. Nope. Can't think of it. I'll have to uh, just let my mind wander a little bit. <sighs> it is getting... Uh, it is beautiful out, though. That's one thing I can take is a uh, good weather kind of it's been like thunderstorms all the time but i like rain i like rain a lot actually i have just like a youtube clip saved when i want to relax and it's just like 10 hours of thunder and lightning and like rain on a roof or well, nothing more relaxing right i mean really truly why is that it's a good sound oh shit my bad it's a good sound. Sex. Slaughter. That's too many. Too many letters. Slaughter. Slaughter is spelt weird. Because it has the word laughter in it. L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Slaughter. So you could pronounce slaughter slaughter. Hmm? Can you? Is that how it's slaughter spelt? Slaughter. Gonna put my tender hard in a blender. Slaughter gang. It is. S L A U G H T E R. Slaughter. Look at me, I'm looking at spelling bee. And that's. Wow. English language is such a complex, beautiful set of rules to be broken 
you know, they see like the English language is the hardest one to learn. I'm a bit biased, but I'll disagree because in German they have third, they have 12 ways of saying the, okay? We are blessed to not have gender in the English language. I know there are going to be plenty of people who disagree, uh, but we don't have gender. We have pronouns. We have the she and the her and the him and the zim and the z. But words, cell phones, cameras, glasses, microphones, they don't have gender. And in most other languages, well, most other European languages, things have gender. And you have to know that. You have to know that things have gender. And you have to know what the gender is. Yeah, it's terrible, especially because it affects the article of the word. So it's not just the microphone. It's like, you know, de microphone or something. I don't remember much of the German. I know a lot of conversational German. I don't remember what microphone is in German. And I certainly don't remember what gender and what article you're supposed to use. But if there's three genders in German... There's feminine, there's masculine, there's neutral. So there's three ways you can refer to things. And then there's four tenses of each of those that you have to refer. So you have to remember, it's a lot. Trust me. In English, you just have to say the. I took the microphone to my closet. I will take the microphone to my closet. This is the microphone in my closet. Always the, 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 the microphone. German. Forget about it. You fucking have to remember so much shit. And it's so annoying because you don't, when you're not used to it. So people saying the English language is hard. The only reason the English language is hard is because we break so many of our rules. All right. You think it's one way and then you're like, oh, but I before E except after C and in words that rhyme with A like neighbor and way and caffeine and weird and all this other shit. That's the only confusing part, really. But English as a language, not not so hard. Not when you don't have to remember 12 articles. It's fucking horseshit. And I don't even know the gender for horseshit. So, I don't know. <sighs> I think if we learn anything, it's that our rating system is worse and contradictory. And so is our language. So we should all just be European. We should all just be like the Italians and the Spanish and the Germans and the French. We should give everything a gender. And then we need to make everything gender neutral because we cannot be gendering things. Even though, you know, even though, even though. I've lost train of thought. I have lost my bullet train of thought. It moves so fast in every seventh yard. Woo! This is probably the worst episode yet. And I'm on a roll. Man. It gets really hot in here. Now you can see me. I'm shiny. I'm so shiny. And I've still talked about nothing yet. Nothing of substance. We talked about Fushigis and those stupid worms and children being scammed out of their allowance. What else? Someone should do like a, you know, who invented those things? Where do they come from? 
it's like uh you know i need to i think that's my ticket out of here you know i'm still tens of thousands of dollars in debt but if i can create a toy that tricks kids into thinking magic is real and make it super cheap hmm yeah and trick them into using their parents' credit card to buy my stupid toy. It might be my way out of this. Well, I'm going to keep working on that. My mission, make a toy to trick children into giving me their money. And then disappoint them. And then make them feel stupid for having spent the money in the first place. Too stupid to return the toy. Yes. <laughs> That's just me projecting because of my sad childhood experience. <laughs> uh, then I won't have to do this podcast anymore. Even though I'm not getting paid because I don't get sponsorships. Because I'm nobody, and no one knows who I am, and I don't think anybody even watches these things. But that's okay, because if you do, just dislike the video, and then I'll pay attention. Because I am a negative attention seeker. And if you know me, that's important to remember. So. Eighth yawn. I'm not even tired. But I yawn anyways. Okay. Well, I'm going to go think up a toy to invent to, uh, you know, trick kids into giving me money. And you should do the same. That's the lesson of today. Just do the most easy thing to get the most money out of people and then uh, leave them with their disappointment. And, uh... That's how you make a great fortune. Have a great day.